Last time on you meet in the tavern. In the night, Carl, uh, you actually have a dream. Uh, the scene pans out, and the dwarf is now standing alone in the middle of this large industrial city. I know this place that you describe. You must go to Hammer's Reach and search for any information that may lead us to learn more about this first dwarven priest. Name's Barty Halfsquat. I own the Whetstone Inn. Our, our town used to be a booming industrial town, um, thanks to a, a Blackrock mine. Are the mines still active or open, or...? The mine was buried under an avalanche of stone from the Veg. Psst, psst, hey, hey, over here. My, my name's Hamlet. We've tried dozens of times to try to drill through to Blackrock Mine. There's got to be some really valuable stuff in there. But none of the metal we have available in Hammer's Reach is strong enough to create a drill bit that'll, that'll break through. There's only one thing I haven't tried. Galaxium Ore. Zerg will crush you! Okay, so he's not a nice orc. <laughs> and he falls straight down and lets out one last and falls forward and his face smashes against the ground and he is a dead dude. Yeah! We did Dank. it. Dank. And he sucks his black liquid out of this ore and it goes into a tank in his belly and it fills up um, and Hamlet says, okay, this is perfect. Let's get out of here. You defeated Zerg and the kobold band of bandits, and you are in a cave. So this episode is going to be a little bit different sound-wise, everyone, because we are actually all in the same room. Jamal is in from Chicago, and we decided, why not get the whole gang together? So uh, it sounds a little bit different, in case you're wondering. We're actually all around the same mic, so should be pretty cool. So you guys are in the cave, and you defeated everybody. Um, Hamlet's with you, and yeah. Leave it up to you. Let's do this. And to confirm, we've gotten as much of the um, chlamydian or <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> so it, it is, starts with a G, though. It is Galaxium. As as the name comes from the uh, the visual of the ore, which is like pitch black with uh, f- just kind of flecked with these uh, white shimmering uh, specks. So each of you have, like, one little nugget uh, of Galaxium, okay. which I'll let you decide at the moment you can. When we run across these, like, mundane items, I'm going to let you decide. You can either right now just have the gold that it's worth so we don't have to mess around with, like, we got to go to the shop and sell our shit, right? So you can either take, I think you could take, like, 500 gold pieces. Or no, sorry, 250 gold pieces for each nugget now. Or you can hang on to it for whatever you Hang want. on to one, sell two. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Hamlet, how much more uh, <clears throat> stuff in your pack do you have to blow up more stalactites? Uh, we, I, we, we ran out of those gel bombs uh, when, oh, when I blew up convenient. the stalactites. <laughs> hey, sorry about that. 
Hey, you know what? I killed four fucking cobbles. Snap, sell two, keep one? Yeah. All right, so why don't you split 500 gold pieces? You can decide who gets what. 300. 200? No. (laughs) 250, 250. Uh, 100, 200, 200. Okay, yeah. All right. What's that, the carrying bonus? I I carried you the whole last fight. Disrespectfully disagree. Fine. (laughs) But we'll go with 200, 200, 100. Carl, 100. Derf, 200. Tug, 200. You guys have to write this down somewhere so you remember. Um, And then you hang on to one small nugget of Galaxium. Or, dope, what do you want to do? Search all the bodies. Look for treasure. Okay, Carl, give me a a perception check just to kind of scan the room. It's a seven. Seven. My perception is really high, so I could also do a perception. That would be metagaming. So, like, if he's scanning the room for you guys, you can't just be like, oh, wait a second, he sucks at scanning the room? Let (laughs) me scan the room. Well, what? but we all are here and looking around for fat loots with a PH. I'm not. I'm I'm not Buckley. All right, so, uh, Carl, you scan the room, and you see some dead kobolds around. You see Zerg's legless body. Um, You see the, the pool of water and the waterfall coming down. Um, and you also, on the far end of the room, you see this large uh, wooden chest. Um, it's more like a, like a box. And on the box is written this uh, in, in black paint. I open the chest. Okay. <laughs> Tug, you run up to open the chest. And you, you push on the handle, uh, but it's locked. I pick the lock because I'm a burglar. Okay. Always be picking. <laughs> ABP, that's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> Always be thinking. All right, that's cool. So roll, right, you roll, you roll with advantage when you have uh, proficiency. No, what do I do? in sleight of hand, or you're rolling a yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, d twenty sleight of hand with advantage. Okay, twenty two. Uh, yeah, you pick the fuck out of that one. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you just and... grab it and just goes. <laughs> you touch it, uh, and okay, so the top pops open, um, and now you got an open chest. What's in? I'm there first. So not, I opened it. I was there first. Uh, okay, so you see in this chest, you kind of rummage through it, um, and you see uh, you see a big old bag of gold pieces. There's 1,500 gold pieces in there. Nice. I get that. Okay, split 500 gold pieces. Uh, you also see two healing potions. Anybody want to snag those? Yeah, I don't trust myself with those. You guys, can you guys can, well, no, you should take them because I'm the healer. I can heal you without potions. I, mean, I have a heal as well. Okay, and then I have, I'll, then I I'll definitely high, take and I have both higher of them. armor. So maybe I'll take one and Kirk takes one. That's fine. All right, Tug. All right, Tug takes one. Durf takes one. Uh, you also see um, a smaller pouch of these uh, small green beans. I eat one of the beans. Okay, you eat one of the beans, and it's a delicious bean. How many beans do we have? <laughs> you, have to buy. you have four beans Wait, left in the bag. Let me okay. do a fucking uh, nature check on it. Uh, I just okay. ate one. I'm a druid. It's it's a bean. Yeah, but I'm, I yeah, they okay. might have magic powers and shit. Yeah, I would have imbued those into my body. That's why I ate one. Well, yeah, so I'm going to do a but nature check happen. on it and figure out what the magic powers are. Okay, roll a d20. <laughs> one. <Watch. laughs> one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Those well, are- a natural one. So a four. You look at them and you say, these are some delicious bananas. <laughs> <laughs> these bananas look awesome. Cool. Uh, yeah, so you have a bag of four beans. Taking, I guess Tug takes those. Um, and then you also see these two uh, golden feathers. 
I will remind you <laughs> that Nero in his shop says that you, he can turn any mundane object into a magical one. So any mundane object that you see that's kind of unique, you might want to say just to see if he can make I something I pick up cool the golden up. feathers and add them to the dream catcher that I'm working on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's been called. Uh, do you want to split the last four beans? Do you want two beans? Sure. I'll take All two right. beans. Bananas, I think. I think <laughs> in character. Hey, I'll you want two of these beans? Uh, they're bananas? <laughs> uh, sure, whatever, man. Okay, Derp takes two bananas, and Tug <laughs> takes two beans. And that's it. That's all that's in the uh, the uh, chest, except for some other... Like, Is it a nice chest? Can we we take that? It's a pretty nice chest. Uh, you, you can, can we cash the chest in for gold? No, you can't just magically <laughs> turn anything you want to gold pieces. I'm just trying to save us some time. Uh, no, the chest chest is uh, is pretty heavy. You can choose to pick it up and carry it with you, but I'm not strong enough for that. I like to not do that. Okay. Um, also in this room, you see another tunnel on the first floor that you didn't see before because it was kind of blocked with your view. Check it out. All right, you walk down this tunnel about maybe like 30, 40 feet, and it comes to a dead end, but back in the direction of uh, where you kind of came in the cave. I'm going to perception check to see what the fuck the point of this cave was. Okay. <laughs> Roll a perception check there, Dirk. Hey. Yeah, you don't see anything. Just some rocks and the dead end full of rocks. Uh, I'm going to okay. talk to Hamlet. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, you know things about caves and whatnot. Um, why would this just dead end right here? Is it a storage spot? Is there maybe rubble that fell? Can we burst through this? What, what's, what's the play here? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't see anything spectacular about this, uh, this tunnel. I also don't know why you would assume I know shit about caves, but it's cool. I, I like you're, you're literally... <laughs> you fucking blow up caves. You, That's your whole thing. You had a bag full of explosives, specifically, it seemed like, to destroy mm, cave, stuff. cave stuff. Yeah, oh, I just like blowing stuff up, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't... Oh, so you're a criminal. Perfect. Um, right. Let's go back to your place. And Me fix... too. High five. All right, high five, Hamlet. You're a miserable criminal, <laughs> and I officially stole more gold this campaign than you had. No, I still... Well, that's true. <laughs> Only because Joe didn't let me pickpocket the fucking We're going to talk about that every single on. episode. Tug, best burglar. <laughs> All right, you guys uh, head back the, through this tunnel, back to the main room, uh, and uh, you guys want to leave? Yeah, I want to go the way where Baby Huey is. Baby Hugh, Walter, the frost giant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, you walk out uh, that main tunnel, out into the four-way intersection that you beat, beat those cobbles. You see the two cobbles on the ground dead, um, and you walk towards the entrance, um, and there is just a wall of this blizzard out there. It's just storming like crazy. There's snow all over the place. You can barely see the bottom of this staircase. Walter. Walter. That's, the, that's the bottom of the staircase where Walter is. Are you right? calling out? Yeah. Well, Walter. Uh, you don't hear anything in response. Um, okay, so we're... Weather's outside. We're currently protected from the elements, right? Yep. You're just, like, uh, right inside the entrance. Without uh, running out into this horrible weather, I am going to continue down the steps and see as if I get closer to the bottom, uh, maybe... I can visually see Walter if he's okay, if he's not even there anymore, or what. Okay, so you guys walk down these, this staircase, um, and you can just make out uh, these large footprints that are getting filled with snow uh, right before they vanish. Walter's footprint size or my footprint size? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the size of Walter's feet, 20-foot tall, blue cross giant. I think we should ignore Walter, take Harvey, and go. It's Hamlet. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Guys, my name's Hamlet. 
Um, <laughs> can I use your shield as a sled? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's dope as that's shit. the way we came, right? Yeah. Um, seems like a solid play. So we sl- we slide down. I mean, I'm using his shield. I don't know what you're using. I can fit on the shield. I'm three foot two. Um, let me ask uh, <laughs> Hannibal if he has any uh, tools that would be useful for us. Any tools for the weather? Okay. Yeah. Ask him. Any? Do you have any sleds, <laughs> Hannibal? Uh, nope. Just. Just what I brought in my old sack here. Which what is what you got? Conveniently empty. Well, yeah, I, I, I brought the, I got this empty jar where we put the gel bombs. Uh, I got I got some flint, uh, some torches. Um, I got the extractor full of some glaxium ore. That's about it. Can you, in this weather, navigate us back to your hut? Uh, I can do my best. I remember the way we came. Uh, I think if we head in the same direction, we will eventually get through. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's. Is that helpful? <laughs> let's bet our lives. Um, I would on, like to make uh, a uh, rat pulled sleigh out of the shield <laughs> in Eugene, and that is how I'm getting there. All right. I'll, I'll talk to Eugene about. Is he down for? You're that? gonna make me do this fucking New York accent every single episode. All right. So Eugene pops out of his pocket, and he's like, "Hey, uh, what's going on? What do you need?" <laughs> Hey, by the way, this shit smells in here. What'd you keep in his pocket? You. You. <laughs> well, that explains that. All right. Um, uh, so, how do you feel on a scale of one to ten about pulling Tug and perhaps me, if I fit, on Carl with a K's shield, like a sled, like a dog sled, but with a rat? Back to town. Uh, I feel like that would be very difficult for my tiny rat body. <laughs> okay. I'm going to roll a d20 and, <laughs> and tell Eugene to do that. Okay. Ten. God. <laughs> Shield doesn't move. Yeah. So I'm, I can't believe we're wasting time on this. But so Carl... You guys are in the middle of a blizzard, and Carl throws his shield down, um, and you tie Eugene to it, and he runs. He's running, but he's not going anywhere. The sled's not budging. Does Eugene get perhaps a plus one athletics nope. for the workout? <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope. He's just tired. Okay. All right. So that didn't work. I guess let's. All right. I guess it. we'll just walk back. <laughs> All right, so you guys decide to just trek through this storm, um, and you walk back the direction you came. And you guys walk for a good solid uh, hour, I would say. Um, And all around you is this storm just coming down real, real hard. You could barely see, like, 15 feet in front of you. Um, And after an hour, you actually end up back at the same staircase uh, that you came down. Wow. Bummer. Okay, so... I guess we just die out here. Um, okay, so... Is it worth even exploring the direction Maybe we should from? go back and reinvestigate the dead end. Did we ever actually look at Zerg's body? I guess wow. you guys are discussing this, uh, behind you, coming down the path uh, from where you kind of walked up to this uh, staircase area, you see this faint glow. Uh, and it's kind of bobbing up and down. You, you can't really make out what it is, 
Uh, but it is a glow of light that's coming through the blizzard. Um, yeah. Look, guys, a waypoint marker. Let's go back. All right. Um, okay, Carl, slide your shield across the snow. I will run and jump onto it and use it as a like a metal disc saucer that children use to sled with. Get me or like close. a skimboard. Okay, I need uh, Carl. I need you to make a dexterity attack roll. Tug, I need you to make an acrobatics roll. Perfect. I'm really fucking good at that. 22. All right, cool. That's good enough. It doesn't take a lot to throw a shield. So you slide your shield along towards this glow. Tug, you hop on it, um, and you are surfing towards it. And as you get close, you get within 10 feet, uh, you can make out through the snow a lantern. And it's got this blue flame inside it. And this lantern is simply just bobbing up and down. In a singular spot, yep. not moving away. Nope. Um, okay. It's, it's it almost like it stopped moving when it saw you. It was like coming towards you all, but as soon as you kind of cut through this storm enough, uh, it stopped, and now it's just going up and down in one place. Um, so I'm on the shield. I do a cool little like snowboard move and like spray it with snow. <laughs> okay. It shakes the snow <laughs> off. Um, hello. All right. So you say hello. Uh, well, you guys are still back there. Do you want to do anything? I'll just walk up, like, normally. Okay, so <laughs> then what was the point of doing all the theatrics? Stay back and let me do something. All, all right. right, all right, I wait. Okay, so Tug is surfing up, and he, he jumps off, and he says hello, and um, a visual appears around this, this lantern, um, and it is essentially a shredded cloak, um, and it, it's, it's a really long... Uh, kind of flowy cloak that's shredded in pieces at the bottom and on the arms, and the shreds are just kind of floating there. And it's almost, it's like translucent. You can kind of see through it. Um, and then these two blue glowing eyes come out from the hood of this cloak. And this creature says to you, says, You have entered my domain like those that came before you. You will not leave this place alive. And roll initiative. Little help! <laughs> Fuck. Hopefully I don't roll the lowest Four. like I do. Oh, well. Wait, don't I have a... Don't I get the advantage on initiative? Because You do. Yeah, game. you're eagle cloak. LOL. 15. Six. Eleven. You rolled a one? You really are the worst monk. Six. Wait, do we add something to our rolls? Your initiative. Your initiative. Bonus? Oh shit! What's that? Your dex. Oh, so I was actually eighteen. Okay. To be fair, we have like done this action multiple times now. Yeah, we, it, it. All right, uh, <laughs> Durf, you are up first. I'm super confused because this fucking ghost just you walked are, up. So you did not walk up there. Um, so you are about. You're pretty far away from this this creature. Here's what actually. Here's what I'll do. Uh, I'll use. Fairy fire on it, maybe. Um, yeah, what's the range on it? Illuminate that? him. How far? How far did you say I am? Uh, we'll say you're like fifty feet. You're far. Let's do it. Okay. Um. Uh, so he's illuminated by green light. Blue. <coughs> blue. Oh, you it's are whatever using, color. Oh, okay. Whatever color I want it to be. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I pick green. Okay. <laughs> and he's gonna be illuminated in green light. All right. Which will make violet light because he's. That's what happens. No, that's not what blue and green is. Let's <laughs> roll back on the combining colors. It'll be green. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Unless he makes a dexterity saving throw. Is this literally Got he it. just turns green? That's well, no, that's no, no. I mean, there's here? more. No, there's more to it than that. <coughs> that's what uh, say. Like he sheds shades. dim light. Uh, any attack roll against him has advantage if the attacker can see it, and he can't benefit from being invisible. Okay, sweet. All right, so, so he's, gonna be, he's a ghost. Yeah, so I have to so make a dex save. I have to make a dex save be that beats a thirteen. Correct. Okay. Oh, uh, natural twenty. <laughs> so I guess that didn't work. <laughs> that did not work. Okay. Uh, you fire this fairy fire green shoot of light at him, um, and he disappears at the second where it just passes through the body. Uh, Carl, you're up. Oh. Don't forget, I have your shield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth move. Yeah. Where where is Hillary in all this? <laughs> Hamlet, uh, Hamlet, Hamlet, not campaigning in Michigan, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hamlet is. <laughs> That's two political references in two episodes. Uh, Hamlet is just kind of cowering behind you, Carl. He looks terrified, like absolutely mortified. And you hear him kind of mumble under his breath. He's like, oh my God, it's real. I I would love to ask Hamlet, what do you know about this thing? I I grew up in Hammer's Reach and people always rumored about the, the, the vague mountains and how there was a, there was frost giants, but there was also uh, at war with the frost giants, there were ice wraiths. I think this might be the, the summit specter. That would have been some good deets to know <laughs> beforehand. Listen, FYI, you were already a little weary, wary of coming up here with frost giants. I didn't want to add to the pot. You fucked <laughs> I'm not. I'm not within. I, I'm not within uh, hearing distance, but I know something's amiss, and I just yell, "You fucked!" <laughs> hey, you fucked us. Can I reach Tug? Uh, no, no. You uh, can get close, but you cannot. You, I'm gonna there. start moving towards in Tug's general direction. So you could use the dash action, uh, which doubles your speed. So that would get you like right there. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So you dash up. Uh, you double your speed. So you're standing next to Tug now. All right, uh, Tug, you're up. Um, can I punch ghosts? You can try. No, I mean, like, I feel as if I was an experienced Dungeons and Dragons player, like, I'd understand whether a monk can punch <laughs> ghosts or not. Well, Tug is an inexperienced character who grew up his whole life in a small town. So. Yeah, but he's also diesel as fuck. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's punch a ghost. All right. <laughs> 13. 13? Uh, that does not hit. Bonus action attack. 20. Not okay, so with your... Oh, by the way, let's figure this out now. Uh, your fist wraps of the bull, I kind of screwed up, right? Okay. Um, when I gave it to you, you said I said 1d6 per fist. Uh, your fist and your ability to move a creature your size or less, mm-hmm. up to 5 feet. Uh, we're going to nerf that a little bit, and we'll say that you actually only have two charges of this. These fist wraps a day. Okay. So recharge every day. Um, and you are allowed to bump up one of your hit, one of your, uh, yeah, one of your attack damage dies by one. So you still have a 1d6 in your right hand and a 1d4 in your left hand. And then if you want to use your ability, you bump the dice up by one. 
Okay, and how does the punching push thing? Is that just something? Oh, that's just a that's an additional. Thing. So it does that. And that's along no charge. No charge involved. With that. No, that's still that's along with. So you can use your charge, one which charge, will, which will boost and push. bumps the damage and and pushes. That that's makes good. it a little bit more uh, like fair at a second cool. level. Okay, so uh, you strike out with your right fist um, at this thing, and your right fist goes right through these rags, um, this this shredded cloak, and so does your left fist. And this creature just kind of laughs. It's just like... And now it's his turn. It's turn. Um, and it lifts its uh, lantern up with this blue flame that's inside of it. Um, and you see the blue flame kind of flicker and dance. And then the lantern splits into four different lanterns that surround you and Carl. And around these lanterns, uh, you see the images of four identical shredded clo cloaked creatures. Derf. Do we have a do we have the lens of truth from the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time? Because that would come in handy right now. Nope, Zerg didn't have that. Okay. In his uh, box of treasures. Can I just yell, hey man, what's your fucking deal? <laughs> because we didn't start this fight. We just want to go home. Okay. Uh, from all four of these creatures, uh, you just hear a, a resounding, I'm hungry for souls. Shit. Do you want to actually do something Damn, now? Or we've just... actually got, each of us has one of those, so that's <laughs> going to be an issue. Shit. Okay. Well, I mean... Okay, so I'm like a healer or whatever, so <laughs> fuck if I know what to do. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna produce a flame. Okay. And fucking throw it at one of the lanterns, I guess. That's a cantrip so I have. It's one d six damage. On your action, you can move and attack. You are still like fifty it's feet rage. from these guys. So do you want to still just be on the outside? I'll get like uh, so. There's I thought you said they surrounded us. They no, surrounded because we're on the guy. And you they're are still, 50 feet away from yes. me. So what's the radius of that circle? We should talk about radiuses oh, every episode. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just say what you want to do. I'll tell you if you can do it or not. All right. I'm, I'm going to move. So my move speed is like fucking 30. So okay. I'm going to get, I'll, I'll move 30 feet close. So I'm like 20 feet away. Okay. I'm going to produce a flame, throw it at him, throw it at the lantern. Okay. So there are four lanterns. Which one would you like to target? Which one is like the closest to the original? Like, is there what is one of the lanterns like the original guy, or did they move? Uh, you know what all, I mean? all four. So the lanterns split, and they are surrounding them, kind of like a box. So like one in each corner, right? Essentially, like oh, just true. So like, you're here, just for right. the sake of under like understanding which one you're going for. That's you. That's us. Just pick one. So we. I'll, I'll throw ones. it at the closest one, which so, is on on Tug's diagram, the southerly. Lantern. The Southerly Lantern. Okay. 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 So go ahead and, uh, yeah. You're going to produce a flame. Okay. Mm -hmm. 11. 11 is your attack damage? Is that your attack, attack. roll? Okay. Uh, okay. So you throw this flame. Is it a red flame? You it's, a, it's fire. It's fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you produce this flame in your hand and you kind of swirl it around and form this ball and you throw it at this, uh, this bottom, this Southerly most lantern. Um, and it hits the lantern, and the visage kind of burns up. So I don't even have to do damage. Nope. 
attacking the lanterns was the right call, you guys. You say that? Yes. I hey, say I say that. <laughs> you turn around and just mm, thumbs up. Okay. Uh Carl. I'm going to attack a lantern. Okay. Yes. Almost closest to us. Twelve. Uh okay. Which one are you hitting? Um so that's the one. So yeah, so there's one in directly in front of you, and, and you're, then there's one on each side, and there's one behind you, and one to your right. I want to hit the one that's closest to the wraith. Okay, so right to the wraith. Okay, yeah. right, right to the wraith. Right. All right. Uh, yeah. So you strike out with Chillrend, and you smash your sword through this lantern that shatters to the floor, and the visage disappears. Uh, tug. Um, that is a twelve. Which one are you hitting? Uh, so he just took the one to his right. Mm-hmm. So there's one behind me and the one in front. One of me. behind you and in front. So I'm going to take the one in front of me. Okay. As you roll a twelve. Yes. All right. So you uh, you strike out at this lantern and your fist collides with it. Um, and this time, actually, uh, it, you it's like you're punching rock, uh, and it doesn't do any damage. However, the lantern kind of shakes, and then the other visage behind you disappears. And it's uh, it's this guy's turn again. And um, he is going to back up from you just a tad. Uh, not, not enough to kind of leave your, your range, but he does back up. Um, and he comes into full view and lifts both of his hands up. And from either side of you and Carl, uh, the ice and snow in the ground raises up from the ground and forms these two giant fists of ice. And, and that is his action. Uh, Durf. Way outside my wheelhouse um, as a healer. Well, I mean, I guess I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 hit, I'll hit the lantern with my stick. <laughs> I mean, nobody's hurt, so I can't heal them. There's, I'm out of cantrips. Okay. So I'm going to hit the fucking, and All I'm right. not even, sh- actually, shillelagh lasts uh, fucking, <laughs> Is it uh, we're more than a minute from the last fight? Right? <laughs> oh yeah, I think so. All right, cool. So anyway, I'm yeah, just I'm just gonna hit the lantern with my stick. Okay. All right. Uh, run up. Roll up the stack. Roll. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, you uh, you hit the lantern and um, it laughs at you again. The creature laughs at you again and takes no damage. Okay. So now we're all in the proximity of these ice fists. Correct. Tug. Oh, no, Carl. You are by your shield. I'm, right, gonna, so. I'm going to... I, I pick up my shield. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to pull out my dream catcher with the golden feathers. <laughs> okay. All right? Power move. <laughs> I'm going to charge the wraith and try and see if I can tackle the wraith. You're good. Okay. All right. Uh, roll a strength throw. Because this will get me away from we're the... Yes, <laughs> 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 right? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Roll a d20. Uh, 18, 20. Oh, nice. Okay, so yeah, you sprint up at this creature, and you leap off the ground with your shield and wrap your arms around him, and you go straight through him. Oh, you, you managed to grab a couple snags of this shredded cloth. But does the Dreamcatcher suck up dream, his yeah. soul? I thought the no. Dreamcatcher and Golden Feathers would do something, guys. <laughs> sure Sorry. doesn't. Dang. Sure doesn't. Yeah, and then you fall prone uh, behind him. Great. Sorry, Tug. guys. Tug. Um, I guess I'll punch the <laughs> snow fists. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Which one, left or right? The one to my left. Okay. Um, nine. 
Uh, nope, not gonna Bonus do it. Bonus action. <laughs> Twelve. Nope. Okay. You you lash out at these things and you connect, but uh, your fists just bounce right off of them. And the ice fists just turn around and flick you off. Yeah, what's Henrietta yeah. up to? Hamlet is just cowering in the snow behind all this. Um, Jesus and Christ. It is now the Wraith's turn who is going to attack with these fists. So the one at the left that was flicking Tug off is going to come back into normal position and just pound his fist straight down on, onto Tug. Too bad. Um, going to roll <laughs> a... 23? Good night. See you guys later. <laughs> 23, and this ice fist comes down and just collides with your face and is going to do uh, 11 damage. Okay, um, so you have people to heal now? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm about to die. And then the other fist on oh, the other God. side Hopefully can't reach me. is going to come at Carl, um, who is prone. So the Fist is actually going to roll with advantage. Great. And it rolls a 9 on his first roll and a 21 on his second <laughs> roll. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so it's going to come just straight at you, knuckle style, um, and it's going to do 11 damage. You're good. And you go flying back about 10 feet from the force of this thing. All right, we got to get clever here. Surf. Okay, before I use some moves, let me just float some out there to the squad. We need to get the fuck out of here. Because we can't hurt him. We don't know how to hurt him. And here's my thoughts. Just as you say that, whatever you're about to say, you hear this come from behind you. This clunking of feet come from behind you. Dear Christ, please let it be. Winifred. Yeah, Walter, well, baby Walter. Huey. And, baby through, <laughs> and through this blizzard of snow, you see this 20-foot-tall, blue-skinned frost giant. And as he runs, the wraith sees him and immediately raises his fists up like this to an attack. Um, and Walter grabs both fists with two hands and is now holding these fists as the wraith, you can see, is just struggling to connect and push this thing away. And Walter is holding these two fists, and he's saying, Get the fuck out of here! (laughs) Okay! And I say, hey, Walter, I was just about to say we saw your footprints go east, so let's go find Walter. But then you showed up, so let's not do that. Uh, Hey, squad, let's leave. (laughs) Meet us in the cave, Walter, we love you, Pete! Okay. Are we going to the cave? I feel Uh, like, well, I guess we gotta wait for this fucking blizzard to go away. Let's go to the cave. Okay. Okay, so you guys sprint away from Walter, who's holding these ice fists and this this wraith that's struggling, and you snag up uh, Henrietta, or... <laughs> now I forgot his fucking name. Hamlet. <laughs> you snag up Hamlet, and you guys run up these stairs uh, back into the cave. And you're safe. Okay, horrible experience, fellas. Yeah, um, that didn't go plan. well at all. Okay, so what's our plan? Maybe explore the cave. I'm really thinking we can need to figure out what that tunnel went to. That was supposedly Joe thing. did imply that it was a thing, but that it was not a thing. Yeah. I'm worried that our bro Walter is out there dying on our behalf. We he's, were he's dying dude. this long. You hear from the distance. I'm all right, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> I got this. All right, thanks, buddy. Okay, cool. So now. I guess let's check out the cave. <laughs> let's re-explore these caves. So you guys go back down this tunnel from the first floor. Um, and you come to the dead end again. 
I'm gonna do a perception check. Carl's perception check was shit. I'm gonna do. My I would. Own. I would. You were Can shit. we step back and like look, like check right. out Zerg's body? We didn't do that yet. We could. We also. We don't have to do everything as a team. I mean, we, we are. We have our own individual agency. True. Can I check out the cave while Kirk loots okay, yeah. Zerg? Yeah, Kirk. Why don't we resolve you guys? You guys first. So you're gonna check out specifically Zerg's body. Investigation yes. check. Investigation check. Five. Five? Uh, yeah, so Zerg just, like, he had just popped out from this pool. Um, he's big, and he's fat, and he's shirtless, and he's just wearing rags. And, you know, nothing. Not even the see. key to his chest? Nope. Wow. Good thing I knew how to pick locks. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> Derf, so, Derf, you're down this tunnel, uh, and you come to the dead end. That, that roll doesn't count because it fell off the table. Okay. <laughs> Which is good because twenty four. Wow! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, yeah. Okay. So you uh, you scan this dead end and you see a stone on the right side of the wall that uh, looks a lot more rough around the edges. It's a big bulbous, like circular stone. Uh, so can I further check that out, or maybe touch it, pull on it? Okay. Let me pull on it. Pull on it. Nothing happens. You push on it. You push it. <laughs> and in front of you where this dead end was, the stone rolls away. Um, and you see that you are on a different part of the mountain. Um, and it's much warmer down here. You're, you travel through the tunnels of the cave at least uh, about 500 feet down the mountain. Um, and you come out and it's not storming in this part. I yell, hey, you guys, I fixed our whole shit. How warm? Can I ask that? How warm is it? It's pretty nice. You might need a light jacket, but <laughs> honestly, it's pretty good this time of year. I mean, it's nice. Will it dry off my body quickly if I lay in a sick can opener Maybe we'll into do this some pool? Push-ups. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a is cannonball. There a pool? Yeah, it's where Zerg came out master. of. Okay, you guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think it'll dry off real quick. We'll do some push-ups. Okay, can opener out. into the pool, then I go and meet Durf. Okay. Can he roll a 20 just to see how yeah, let's sick see, yeah. can opener roll a, is? Roll a dex, d20. Acrobatics, d20. Come on, we need this. <laughs> it was so close to 19, 9, so 14. You lay out this sick-ass can opener, and you have a splash that empties the pool of water. Nice. Is there anything in the resulting? Nope. <laughs> okay. You guys want to get the fuck out of this game? Yes. yes. Okay. Right. You, uh, we walk we do some stuff. push-ups to warm up from the blizzard. Yeah, you do some push-ups. Now you guys are all just swole. And <laughs> your, muscles are, your muscles are warmed up. And you leave this tunnel with Hamlet. Um, and Hamlet finds the path that you guys traveled. And you go back down. I do enjoy <laughs> Just took something so simple, and that might be the entire that fifth was episode. 40 <laughs> that was forty-eight minutes. Sounds good. People yeah, are gonna be. Yeah, we made it, <laughs> guys. I really like the adventure, but f- episode five fucking sucked. It's our best episode yet. What are you talking about? Um, okay, so you uh, you get back to the city of Hammer's Reach. Um, and Hamlet takes you back to his hut, um, and he still has the extractor. Um, and you walk into the front door, and he waves to Jeeves, the uh, the little robotic owl, and the owl says, "Up." And you guys run through, and you run to the garage where you see this this drilling tank. Um, and Hamlet goes over 
to the the one of the, his broken discs, um, and he messes around with this machine, and this big crane claw comes up and grabs the disc and pulls it up and takes it over to this uh, big bucket, this huge like kind of metallic vat, um, and dunks it in, uh, and then he puts the extractor on the ground and it crawls up into this tank and the thing seals and you hear it spin and spin and spin and it churns um and then it stops and steam comes billowing out of it claw goes back in it and pulls this drilling disc up and it's nice and shiny iron with just spirals uh swirls of this this dark dark black metal that's going around in it takes the drill back over to the tank um, and affixes it to the front. And Hamlet was like, man, that was a really long description, but basically we did what we wanted to do. Hooray. Um, I know you might not be tired, H, but uh, the rest of us are. Maybe we can hit a little nap. Maybe okay. get some of I, our skills and yeah, stuff Yeah, I could use back. a short or long rest. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty dark at this point. You guys were gone all day, or at least 48 minutes of it. Uh, so... <laughs> Hamlet says, uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think this can wait until the morning. Uh, no rush. I've got a room for you guys to stay in. Why don't we, uh, why don't we uh, worry about this in the morning? So we're rested. So we're rested. Okay, so yeah. you guys, so yeah, As you guys. Like only, only if Hieronymus will tuck me in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hamlet takes you to a side room uh, where there's like these makeshift beds, uh, three of them, and he lays you down. And he tucks you in, Durf. Does he give he you? Says, does he give me a nice kiss on the forehead? Sure. And say, he says, "I love you." Sweet dreams. <laughs> sweet, okay. dream, sweet dreams, Durf. Good enough. And he kisses you on the forehead. Uh, and then the robot owl flies. Jeeves flies and gives you a little kiss on the forehead. Okay. Uh, and, sorry. I'm gonna get some great sleep. And Durf. Um, and you guys, you guys get a great night rest. So you regain all uh, spell slots, um, all hit points. Ooh. Yep, so you're good to go. You guys wake up just feeling great and refreshed. Um, and you hear a knock on the door. And Hamlet opens up the door. And standing there in the entryway is Barty. Barty half squat. Okay. And he says, listen, guys, uh, I, I heard you found a way into the Whetstone Inn. Uh, or, I'm sorry. I heard <laughs> the door. <laughs> he said the door. Spot on. Good work. Now, I also heard. I heard you guys found a way to get into Black Rock Mine. Um, I need to ask. I need to ask a favor of you. No, no thanks. <laughs> Please. I'll, I'll entertain the notion. Okay. I I, I knew I can count on you, Dirk. <laughs> Fuck you, Tug. Listen, my. Do you realize every time you start a character, you start with listen, like Navi style? Oh, yeah. Listen. Hey, listen. (laughs) God, that bitch sucked. I hated her. Uh, Okay. uh, He doesn't say listen. He says, can he teach me how to use my Z targeting? (laughs) (laughs) He says, okay, my, my, my brother, my brother, Marty. I know it's funny. Get your laughs off now. It's fine. Marty McFly. No, just Marty. Marty has squat. Marty has squat. What's Marty up to? Tell me. You guys are really rude. I know. 
<laughs> we can't help ourselves, but what's going on with Marty McFly? Marty, Marty was a minor. Um, and a little bit of a drunk. <laughs> Me too. And uh, when, when the Lord of Hammer's Reach sent the word out to close the mines, uh, Marty, along with a lot of his co-workers, other guys in the mine, uh, were stuck down there. The avalanche came quick. And what I'm asking is, if, if, if you happen to find his body, would you, would you bring it up for me? Uh, I want to give him a proper burial. Yeah, sure. There we go. I'm fine. Thanks. I, I, I really appreciate it. And, and he turns around and he... Let's go, uh, let's follow him and go get some beers before we head out. But once his face has beers, we don't need to travel for that. Didn't he pour us Henry all of his beer beers. last time? He's got more beer in his cap. I, I really hope that Marty like has his name written in his underwear or something, because otherwise, how are we going to know if there's a lot of bodies in Puffy there? Puffy vest, big like? shoes, hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so anyway, let's go, go to grab. this fucking cave. All right, so fucking Hayden, you got some beers before we head out? <laughs> my, name, my name is Hamlet. All right, Jesus Harper. Christ. <laughs> Can you guys just remember the fucking name? My name is Hamlet. All right, I'm sorry, Harry. Do you have some beers or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he drains the cask into uh, the teacups that you guys had before. You finish the beer. Um, and he's like, okay, uh, you guys you guys ready to go? Can we go to mine now? Let's roll. Let's do it. Let's do it, Heimlich. <laughs> uh, all right, so Hamlet, <laughs> he takes you out to the garage, um, and you guys hop in the back of this tank, and he fires this thing up and opens the garage door, and you guys go barreling out of town. Uh, towards Black Rock Mine. And you come over a ridge, and you can see the stone head of a dwarf with two pickaxes underneath it from Carl's Dream. Um, and right underneath this, this stone head is this huge archway that's just covered in these, these uh, large boulders of stone. And Hamlet uh, puts his goggles down, and he says, Okay, guys, you ready for this? Yes. And he says, all right, let's go. And he puts it into, uh, puts from, it into drive. From turtle to rabbit. Yeah, from turtle to rabbit. He puts the throttle from turtle to rabbit. And you go barreling towards this, um, these boulders. And the drill disc is spinning and spinning. And it cuts through this rock for the first time. Um, and just forms this like 10 foot wide hole into Black Rock. Hey everybody, this is Joe, your Dungeon Master. Hope you're enjoying episode 5. If you can't tell, when we get together, we like to drink beer, so that's why this episode is a little bit more ridiculous than others. But we hope you're enjoying it and hope you're having fun listening to us uh, play some D&D. So, uh, without further ado, I would like to shout out to a few podcasts here as part of our promo pause, and I've got three for you today. Uh, the first one is a podcast called Junkertown FM. Uh, this is a couple group, a couple guys uh, from Australia that talk about the the game Overwatch. So if you're a big Overwatch fan, 
Um, I've never played the game, but they really want to. They make me want to play it with with how excited they get about Overwatch. They talk about content. They talk about community. They talk about news surrounding the game. Uh, so if Overwatch is a game you play and like, you would definitely like listening to them talk about it. Um, yeah. You can find their podcast on iTunes at Junkertown FM. Uh, they're on Twitter as well at Junkertown FM. So go ahead, check them out. All right, let's go on to our second podcast. This is called Silhouette Zero. Uh, this is an actual play D&D podcast that is actually set in the Star Wars universe. So if, you, if you've had enough of kind of like the medieval fantasy type uh, group like us, uh, you can definitely check them out. Science fiction, I've listened to a few of their episodes, and it's just really cool hearing them like make droid voices and their starship battles, and it, it's it's really well done, and it's a really, really cool thing to listen to if you're into that science fiction stuff. And if you like Star Wars in general. Uh, so go check them out, Silhouette Zero. They're also on Twitter. You can follow their game master, Sil Zero Chris, or check out their podcast on iTunes. Okay, last one I've actually got an audio clip for. But before I play that, I want to give my own little rendition. Um, this one is called So Your Father's a Nerd. Uh, and it's a really cool dynamic between two guys who are dads, but also super nerdy. So they are, they talk about growing their kids up and introducing them to all the like nerdy stuff that they're into and were into as kids. And then they go into a lot of other topics uh, about stuff in the geek world. Like in the first episode, they had an argument about which Star Trek captain you'd rather have uh, in a fight, Captain Picard or Captain Kirk. So it's just a, it's a really cool podcast. Um, and here here's a clip. So your father's a nerd. Unfortunately, there's no player's guide to raising a family. But this podcast is meant to be a family's guide to nerdism. Join us, Alec and Zuby, as we go in depth as to what it's like to raising a family of nerdlings and the adventures and hardships of fatherhood. We dive deep into our favorite nerd topics and talk to you about how it's related to raising a family. You can find So Your Father's a Nerd on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. All right. Well, that's all we got as far as promos and podcasts that we like. Uh, you can continue to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at YMIA Tavern. Don't forget to use the hashtag TheTavernCast when you tweet at us or tweet at other people uh, about the show. And speaking of that, we would really appreciate it if you guys would share this around. We retweet us when we uh, post about the episode, share our page on Facebook. Um, the more people that listen, the better. We'd like to share this quest with you, um, and we're really having a good time doing that. So one more quick thing. Um, I think we're going to try to do like a question and answer episode with uh, questions you guys have, either about the quest or about the guys in general, maybe like a quick 20 minute episode in between these bi-weekly quest updates. So if you have a question for the guys, you can tweet at us, uh, YMIA Tavern again, or send us an email at the taverncast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to have your questions and we'll shout you out on the show. Uh, okay, I think that's all I got for today. Um, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Peace out.
Hamlet hops out and he says, okay, guys, uh, best of luck. What do you mean, Harold? Hop back in. Can't we just, I mean, it, we're in here with this thing now, right? He's like, guys, I think I've seen way too much action uh, for my lifetime. I, I, I don't know what's in these minds. Um, I've seen how you guys work. I think you can handle it. Just let me know when you're finished, and he runs away. But, but Hernando, I yell after him, do you have any more bombs for us? Like, no, sorry. And he's gone. He's gone. And you are in a large chamber. Uh, it's a pretty wide room. You see uh, there are two openings, one to the left and to the right, um, and another two openings directly in front of you to the left and right. And in these openings are four uh, small minecarts on on tracks. Each minecart is on a track that goes through a different opening. Correct. There's one to your I'll left. I'll take one. one right. You take one. Eugene takes one. Carl takes one. I think we should all stick together. <laughs> well, let's do some kind of fucking. Can what we is... walk up to the openings? Okay. Yeah, you you get you just, closer to 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 one of these openings, and you see that the minecart uh, is is not large. It's kind of small. Each minecart. Each minecart could fit a max of two. I will say one and a half. So maybe like one normal sized person and one tug sized person. Okay. And the openings we can't like determine from looking in the openings no. where any of them lead. No, they seem to uh, all take a turn uh, down this dark. Carl, we're going to get separated. Yes. Carl hops in the second cart and takes off. Okay, you hop in that one. Where do you guys want to go? I guess we should team up. So you said the second one from the left? Yep. Who's with him? Eugene? No, just me. I think the second one from the right. See you later, Carl. Okay. So right now, the two in front are filled, and then there's one to your left and one to your right. Mm, snap call, one to the right. Okay. Okay, so Carl jumps in his first cart, and uh, you guys don't know what happens to him after right. he leaves the area, right? Yeah. So I said, okay, Carl, you jump in that cart and you see a lever to your left. Let it ride. Pull my lever. Take off. Okay. So you pull this lever on the cart and you go flying through this tunnel and take a turn around the bend. Um, and in this cart, this cart just kind of drops down this track. Like it's really, really steep drop. Uh, and it opens up into this humongous cavern. Um, and all around the walls on either side is this glowing black and white stone. Um, but you are kind of suspended on this big track. Underneath you, through the track, you can see that the cave just goes straight down into blackness. Um, and you are traveling through these twists and turns around and down and you see the track end in this tunnel in front of you, um, and you go through this tunnel, and it comes to a stop. Tug, you jumped through the tunnel to the right. Do you hop in, pull the lever? Yep, I start messing with the levers until the cart moves. Okay, you pull the lever, the cart moves, and you have a pretty easy coasting ride. Uh, the cart moves pretty slow, and you take a turn to the left, and you go through a tunnel and come out into this big wide cavern where you see other tracks all around you and you actually see Carl in his cart um, fly down and go through a tunnel on a level below the one that you go into. And so you come into this room and your cart also comes to an abrupt stop. 
All right, Durf, you are in the tunnel that you saw directly to the right in front of you. Um, so, like, on the on the wall opposite the entrance uh, to the right. So, see a lever to the left? Pull it. You pull the lever, and you go flying down this tunnel um, at a pretty, pretty hefty speed. And you come to this bend that goes straight down. Really, okay. really steep decline. And you're picking up speed, and you're picking up speed, and you're picking up speed. And I put you- my hands up and go, woo! <laughs> Okay, that's great, because uh, as you get into this entrance uh, to this humongous cavern with a big dark abyss that goes straight down and big glowing rocks on either side, um, as you come to the bottom of this decline, you straighten out and you are traveling super (coughs) fast towards a broken track. And let's let's slow time down for a second, because you see this, and the track about 100 feet in front of you is uh is all twisted and metal and it, it kind of bends upwards a little bit towards the end but in front of you you see a gap of about 50 feet where there is no track whatsoever what's below me below the track cave rock blackness Just abyss what up? Uh, so I'm like literally up I mean over. like the track is on big stilts <clears throat> of of like iron rods that go up but uh, other than that, you don't see much. In front of you, you see 50 feet of gap where the track continues onto this large platform of, of rock. And I'm going super fast. Yeah, you don't have much time to. You have a chance to do like one action before uh, your test. So I've got, I've got two thoughts. One is to jam my staff into the track and try to stop myself. The other is to try to entangle... Let me ask you, DM. Okay. Can I entangle myself? Uh, like entangle the cart? Yeah. Yes. Well, there's not no because there's, there's no not really plant plants well, around. No, that's why I was asking what's below no. me. No, you can't really do that because there's no plants around. All right, I try to jam my staff into like the corner of the track, basically like a break to mm-hmm. slow myself down before I okay. smash so into I the need abyss. A strength roll, please. <laughs> okay. Somebody dying. Uh, it fell off the table. Eleven. Ooh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's what you want to hear. That's a. That's a. I want to kill you, but you jam. <laughs> you jam your staff into the side of this track, and your cart slows down just a bit. Okay. But not really enough. Um, and you go flying off of this, uh, this broken track. <laughs> And you are kind of floating in the air. So, so the track kind of bends upwards a little bit. And this cart goes flying up. And you are floating in the air. Um, and you can see you are about halfway between the gap of where you started, where the track is, and this large stone platform. And I'll let you make one more action. I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, hmm. Interesting. You can use your judgment and you figure... This cart is not making it all the way to the platform. And so I'm in the air right now? You are in the air, in the cart, midair, somewhere between the end of the track and the platform. I, so I, I, I throw Eugene and say, live for me. <laughs> and Eugene's like, holy shit. I did not sign up for this. 
Eugene hits the stone platform. And then I guess dies. what? I plummet to my dad. No, I mean, that's the action you're oh, do. <laughs> oh, do I also have time to, I don't know, jump? Sure. I think that's kind <laughs> of what he's alluding I'll jump. to. Okay, do a uh, dex, do it, uh, an acrobatics roll. 20. Oh, okay. God. Beautiful. <laughs> there we go. All right, so midair, as this cart is falling short of this platform, you take one last prayer and leap from it and just barely grab onto the, the edge of the ledge and pull yourself up. Does Eugene help me pull myself up because I threw him? Eugene is like, holy shit. <laughs> Can we please not do that again? Nice. But she promised me rap babes. <laughs> we haven't got back to town yet. We, we just came from left. Oh, shit. I forgot. Okay. When we get back to the... There's, I hear they have the choicest rat hookers at the wizard's tower. Where okay. we'll be going next. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Pretty sure they're all ratchet. Okay. So, so just to recap, Doug, you uh, you are in this big wide room uh, that's got the tunnel right behind you where you came from and your cart has come to a stop. Um, and there are, you see on the opposite end of the wall, uh, a pretty large tunnel. Um, and on either side of this tunnel are, are two uh, big pits with these ropes coming down uh, from these pits. Um, Durf, you are on a stone platform uh, that that kind of branches out into this tall wall where you see the other tracks kind of going through, and you see a tunnel in front of you, and in that tunnel you see uh, Carl, who is sitting in his cart where he came from. Nice. I guess I go join Carl. Okay. I say, hey, Carl, what's up? Okay. Hey, guy. So you join Carl, and you uh, open up into this wide room, and on the opposite wall from where you are, you see these two shafts that go up into the ceiling with ropes hanging down, and there are two elevators um, that are on your level that are there. Can we cut to me real quick? Yeah. Okay, so I'm investigating these ropes, mm -hmm. and they go down. Yeah. And look, they look like they're set up to be like repelled down. Uh, they're kind of in the center of this 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 like fifteen. So they they like, attach to the ceiling and they go. They through. attach to the ceiling and go straight down. Um, and as you peer down, you can see uh the, at the bottom of this shaft uh that's pretty long. You can see uh these these two elevators basically through these shafts. And then the other thing is a main tunnel. There's a main tunnel on your level through what you can see on the opposite wall from where you came in. Yep. On theirs, there is not. I yell. <laughs> you yell? Down the shaft? Yep. Say what? Hey! Uh, so you two, on your level here from above, this voice that goes, Hey! <laughs> I yell back, Hey! Carl? Dumbfounded. <laughs> Carl does not say hey. No words. <laughs> okay. Are you guys on the floor with the elevator? Yes, I'm not sure how you knew that there were elevators here. Because I just looked down the <laughs> hole and saw that it was an elevator. Yes! <laughs> cool, take it. All right, let's take the elevator up. Yeah, cool. sounds good. That's elevator cool. up. All right, a, well, you I hop in this elevator, um, and there is a lever on the wall, and you pull that, and uh, some gears move, and click, 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 click. You guys travel up. Um, onto the level with Tug. So now you guys are all together. Hey! Hey, hey you're alive! Hug. Everybody hugs. I Dad. hug back. I don't. I tell them how wild my cart ride was, and then we go through the You wouldn't even believe what I had to do. 
so I don't tell that story because they wouldn't even believe it. Anyway. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, all right. You head down this tunnel and you go into this rectangular room that looks actually it looks a little bit different than the room you were just in. Um, this one is covered. In, the walls are covered with uh, like metal siding. Um, so where you once were in this large stone uh, circular room with the elevators, now you've come to a, a more industrial looking room and there are pipes that kind of line the walls and there are three ways to leave this room. Uh, one is to the left through a tunnel, uh, one is to the right, and one is directly in front of you. Are there any dead bodies? You see no dead no bodies dead here, dead. no. Do the pipes that track the walls also go into the tunnels? Yes. Yep, they're tracking all the way around these walls. Uh, but they're not making any noise. You don't hear anything from them. Like, they're not active. Carl goes down the left tunnel. Okay. Come on, guys, let's go. I'm following. Okay, okay. so I go do that. So you guys follow Carl, um, and you head down this, uh, down kind of this slope. It's not too steep. You can climb down it. And you walk for about 50 feet, and you come to a dead end uh, where there is a large a large wheeled uh, metal cart that is toppled over um, and there is just stone kind of coming down from where it toppled onto the floor. And above this cart is a huge, wide, dark shaft that goes up so through the ceiling. Just a big black nothing. Yes. Just a big metallic shaft, not a penis. Nice. Um, I'm going to go investigate the cart, see what this stone stuff is, see if it has any of that uh, galaxium. Roll a d20. Investigation. Yeah, it's a two, so I'm probably not going to investigate. <laughs> yeah, much. you, you, you. Uh, the guys see you kind of rifle through this this stone, um, and you just come up with a bunch of rocks. You don't really see anything of note. Okay. Um, and as you're doing this, you hear from behind you this uh, clanking of metal on the pipes that are coming down, and it was like don't, 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 don't. I perceive it yes you do i told you you did so yes you are correct can I, can I can i perception check it or investigate check it okay well you're not gonna <laughs> we can just anything. turn it and walk that way you're not gonna figure anything out i mean it's just the clanking of we pipe. hear it oh you hear it. it i go towards the sound so you guys are gonna walk back yes. through the tunnel okay uh you walk back through the tunnel and the sound uh stops and you don't hear anything again and you get back to the main room, and now from where you enter, you see the tunnel that you came in from from the right. There's something directly in front of you, an opening, and then another tunnel to the left. I want to go to the left. Okay. You to guys go to the left, and it opens up into a humongous, wide-open cavern. Um, and you stand now on this metal grating, like this landing that's about 20 feet in front of you. Uh, and over this landing is complete darkness because this cavern is so large. And it's not lit up well. You don't see any lights. Um, basically, you come out onto this landing that goes uh, up and to the left and winds around this cavern. And then there's another ramp that goes down and to the right and around the walls. And along these walls are more pipes that line kind of where the where the. I'm going to throw goes. a torch down into the middle of the room to see if it can illuminate anything. Okay, do you have a torch? Uh, yeah, in my adventurer's pack, I think. I have a okay. Yeah, so Tug, you're going to light up a torch, and you're going to toss it down, um, and you can see it, and it lands with a clang, 
um, on a big white, just pure white, solid piece of, of floor. You can see down there. And it lights the sides of the caverns up, the sides of the bottom of the cavern up. And you can see that the landing that you're on actually spirals all the way down to the bottom of this floor. Well, we know we can safely travel down. Maybe let's go down. Down it is. So you guys turn to the right, um, and you start to head down this ramp when you hear from behind you and in front of you uh, this sound of metal on metal, like this rolling, almost like a giant sphere of metal is being rolled on an aluminum floor. Um, And in front of you and behind you come these large metal spheres um, that roll up right up next to you, about 10 feet away from you on either side. And the spheres move and form, and these metal rods come out and connect to the floor. And then from above this sphere, the top pops off, and a metal rod comes up, and these two pointy, sharp uh, metal objects come from the top of this rod and form this kind of pickaxe. So this sphere has now transformed into a robotic pickaxe monster. Excellent. And roll initiative. Yes. All right. 24 (laughs) for Tug. Six. 24 for Tug? Yep. Finally. (laughs) That's kind of what I'm thinking. I got 18. You got an 18? Yep. Okay. Uh, Tug, you are up. And there's one, I'm going to take the one, because we're going down, so I'm going to take the one that's in front of me, mm-hmm. so I have, so I'm above it, essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm tall enough to kind of fight back. Up, yeah, these things up. are like, probably five feet tall from bottom of the leg to the top of the pickaxe. They're pretty large. Gotcha. Okay, so I'm simply going to step up, um, and work the body, throw a couple punches in there. <laughs> uh, 22. Okay, that'll hit. Why don't you do my- damage? So that is five, and then I'm going to do my bonus action hit, which is 22. Okay, that hits too. And then I have a d4 somewhere. Uh, two. Do I do I get my plus three on that punch as well? Uh, yes. Okay, so yes. five. Okay, so you leave these two pretty large dents on this pickaxe, and it kind of stumbles back a little bit. Uh, and you ended up doing 10 total damage yep. to it. So, yeah, you leave a couple dents in it, um, but it's it's still alive. Carl. Um, so there's good. one in front of you, kind of engaged with Tug, and one behind you. I'm going to charge towards the one that Tug attacked and use my Warhammer and attempt to beat the shit out of it. You have a Warhammer? Yeah, that's what I started with. All right, you you pull out your warhammer and you charge at the one behind you. Yep, or okay. no, the one in front, the one that one tug with tug. Okay, uh, twenty-one. Yeah, that'll hit. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, yeah. So you take your warhammer and you smash this thing across the top. This metal pickaxe part of it goes flying off, um, and sparks come out, and it kind of falls to the ground and rolls down the ramp. All right. Um, uh, up next is the pickaxe that's behind you, um, and what it's going to do is it's going to retract its legs. So now it's a sphere with this big, long pickaxe starting up, and it's going to turn that pickaxe to the side and just start spinning. Uh, Durf. I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to thrust my staff up 
into the into the twirling pickaxe and try to arrest its movement. Okay. How strong <laughs> you think you are? You have a wooden staff, a wooden staff right. Just making yeah. sure. But it's a strong wood. Okay. <laughs> roll a... Uh, that's Take a, that, DM. It's going to be it's a strength throw. Wood. And I'm going to actually... I'm going to roll a combating strength throw. And we'll just see what happens. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a natural 20. Fuck, I rolled a 17. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you take your wooden staff and you go to poke this thing to try to stop its movement. And the metal part of this pickaxe just comes straight through and snaps your wooden staff in half. All right, cool. I don't have a fucking weapon anymore. Okay. To be fair, not a you're that was stupid. I rolled a seventeen. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, and you got fucking body bag. Yeah, I, 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 I did. I did. You just got dumpstered. Tug, it's your turn. Yep, I'm running down the I'm running down the track. <laughs> you're gonna start running down. Okay, so you get about thirty feet down this ramp, Carl. I'm running down the track too. Okay, you also start running down this track about thirty feet. Um, it's the pickaxe's turn. And it's still <laughs> spinning, and it's going to come straight at you, uh, Dirk. Ow! Because you are right in front of it. You, you, it. <laughs> you, yeah, you literally just did this to it. Yeah. <laughs> and it is going to roll a... Uh, he's dead. 19? That'll hit. <laughs> <laughs> and it does a total of... Oh, you got lucky. Five damage to you. Uh, all right. Uh, but it does attempt to push you off this... Um, <laughs> this platform. All right. So it kind of flings you forward, and I need you to do a dexterity saving throw. We need you, kid. Natural one. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> Natural 20? Yeah. Damn, son. Uh, okay, so yeah, you nimbly... Uh, so this thing attempts to push you <laughs> off, and you try to go... You almost go flying off the um, the side of this, this abyss, and you grab on with one hand and spin your body around and hop back up like Legolas. I don't get to kick him off because of 20. No. Okay. <laughs> you sure don't. Nerf, it's your turn. I fucking run. Good. There you go. Okay. I run to join the squad. Uh, it's going to get a reaction attack because you're within its melee range. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. It rolls a nine. Yep, then hit. All right. So you attempt to run and um, Tug, it's your turn. He att- he attempted to run, so he has successfully moved out. He is succe- yeah, you run, you run whatever your speed is down the ramp. 30. Okay, so he is now joined with us. So the pickaxe is about 30 feet away from all of you. Um, up the ramp to the left. Okay, let's. I'm just going to keep pushing pace. I'm going to use... Um, can I double move? Is that allowed? Uh, like a run? Dash. You can dash. So, I don't know. I think my move is 35, so move 70. Yeah. Or, excuse me, my move is 30. So okay. move 60. So you move, and you get about 10 feet when you start to hear another metal on metal sound coming up from where you were running down and another spherical object comes rolling up the ramp and transformers right into another mechanical pickaxe monster. Shit. Told you guys we should have gone up. And I, I it don't is think you did Carl's turn. I'm going to continue to follow and dash down. Uh, can I make an attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to attack with uh, I'm going to attack with my Warhammer again. Okay. 16. Yeah, that'll hit. Nice. Roll damage. Four. Okay. Yeah, you hit it with the Warhammer, and you hear clunk, and you form a little (laughs) dent in it, but otherwise unfazed. Uh, It is the pickaxe's turn that uh, Durf just ran away from, and it is going to 
pop its legs back out and start to crawl its way towards Durf, and it reaches him. It's able to reach him, and it's going to attack just straight down with this pickaxe. Just it's good news. Yeah, it's going to come straight it down. like BattleBots. Is that what that show was? <laughs> BattleBots. Battle it's going to come straight down at you and uh, hit you with its pointy end. And it rolls a 14. Dead hit. Okay. You are able to just jump to the left out of the way as this thing comes down on the metal floor with a clunk. Okay. It is now the pickaxe's turn that came up on Tug, and it's going to crawl up and do the same kind of attack. Is it going to attack Tug Tug? Yeah. It's got it a disadvantage. Oh, you're going to use protection. your protection? Yeah. Dope. Okay. I rolled a natural one anyway, so right. this thing critically misses. All right. Uh, yeah, so it, it doesn't even actually get close to Tug. It kind of like... It teeters off the edge and falls. <laughs> no. So this pickaxe goes to swing down at you, and uh, misses completely and actually gets lodged. It's, it's pickaxe and gets lodged in the floor, in the metal grating of the floor. And now it is stuck. And Tug, it's your turn. Um, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna do a lot of uh, maneuvers here. Okay. I'm going to use the charge of the fist wraps. I like it. And I'm going to expend a key point to use flurry of blows on it. Okay, so are you going to want to push this thing with your fist wraps? It's bigger than me, I can't. Okay, yeah, that's right. Um, sidebar question, it doesn't really matter how, how you want to do this. If I use a charge fist wraps and I use flurry of blows, will I get to up the D on you can the use your charge. Hits? You can use your charge twice, so you can like up your D on your first and your second. Well, well, I mean, it's punches, right? So like, I'm thinking like right hand, left hand, right hand, but if I use one charge to increase my... Yeah. Whichever one hits twice, will I get to use the upped dice twice? You're going to have to tell me which dice you want to up first, but you can do that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I understand. Okay. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to activate the fist wraps of the bull. Mm-hmm. I'm going to extend a key point for a flurry of blows, and I'm going to do, like, right, left, right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to increase the dice damage on my right hand. Twice. Gotcha. Okay. So, okay. this will be my first. So, I'll do... Roll damage, roll damage, roll damage. Correct. Okay. Correct. So, first 20, um, that is 15. Uh, that will hit. Just barely hit, but yes. Okay. So, this is my first uh, mm-hmm. D8 plus 3. That is 7. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, you hit it with uh, seven, 7 damage, you say? Yep. 7 damage, and it it hurts. It. Uh, I'm going to come with uh, the left hook here, and that is a 9. That'll miss. Okay. So that one, your left hand kind of collides with the front of its pickaxe and bounces off and doesn't do anything. Okay. And then this will be my uh, bonus attack for Flurry of Blows okay. right hand. So this is the bonus hand again. Okay. Um, and that was a 15. That'll hit. Okay. So normally it's a D4, so I'll use a D6 for this one. Okay. Okay. So that is uh, four more damage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so with your other, your quickness of your fists, with your right one, you smash it really good. With your left one, you just barely touch it. Uh, it doesn't do any damage. But with your other right fist, you come and you hit the rod connecting the pickaxe end to the sphere, and it shatters. And uh, the, this guy's dead as well. Does it roll back down the ramp? Sure. Yeah, it rolls. It rolls down. Now there's two <laughs> spheres down at the bottom of the ramp. Making a collection. Nice. Yeah. Nice work. Carl. Um, I'm going to move back up the ramp. Mm-hmm. 
join Durf and attack the other one. Okay, that's good. Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to uh, Divine Smite using one of my spell slots. Uh, yeah. Worked for, worked for pretty well last time. Oh, no. Ten. Plus your strength? No, the ten is... I'm getting my hit. Oh, yeah. You you uh, you miss. Sorry, you go to swing at this thing sideways, um, and it retracts its pickaxe right as you try to collide with it. Nice move. And it's his nice turn, move. and he's going to swing sideways at you. He's going to turn his pickaxe to the side and just do a horizontal swing Bring at you. On both of them? Just on him. Oh, okay. And rolls a 19. That hits. That'll hit. And it's going to do uh, four damage to right. you. So it pokes you in the side pretty good. Get right, nerd. <laughs> uh, Durf. Maybe you can t- toss Eugene into the top of it, and it can chew on some wiring or something. Throw a dagger. <laughs> At it. You're going to throw a dagger at a metal monster. Okay. Yeah. To be fair, I've been punching it. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. You broke my quarter staff. When I rolled a fucking 17, you broke my only weapon. You rolled a natural 20. Throw a dagger. I threw a dagger. That's plus my dex, right? 15. Uh, Yeah, that'll hit. This dagger hits the metal monster. Hit it with that 1d4 action. Yeah, buddy. Seven. Holy f- What? Yeah. What's your dex modifier? Three. So you rolled a four? Yeah. Damn. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Metal dagger gets stuck just between two little, uh, this where this metal meets the inner wiring, and it, it cuts through, and the monster goes for a second, and you do some damage to it. Nice work. Tug. Yeah, I'm just going to hang out. They can fucking deal with that shit. <laughs> You're just going to pop a squat, smoke a cigarette? Practice some dance moves, maybe focus my my inner being because I'm a monk. Okay. Uh, but I feel like there's like a lot of commotion going on, and there might be another one that rolls in front of us or something. So you're just going to ready yourself in case. That's good. You can ready in action. I'll, gu- so. I'll, I'll guard the rear. Am I ready? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Carl. What weapon proficiencies do you have? <laughs> Well, all, all of them. Let me tell you. Like, if, if I give you a spear, can you wield a spear? I got uh, clubs, daggers, darts, javelins, maces, quarterstaffs, yeah, scimitars, right. sickles, Take a spear and just snap off the back, the back three feet of it. First right. thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give this guy my spear. Don't okay. break it. Uh, do Thanks. a um, dexterity roll, please, Derp. Oh, God. Six. Good lord, is this a butt fumble situation here? (laughs) Carl reaches a spear out from his back and tosses it to Durf, who reaches up and completely misses it, and the spear goes tumbling off the side into the the abyss and lands on top of the torch with a clang. All right. Uh, Cool. You can still attack. Yeah, still, I'm gonna attack. We'll just I'm say I'm gonna. Yeah, we'll just say that's like a uh, you're, you're like unsheathing your sword you're kind of thing. Right, I'm uh, gonna confirm. Can't deny. Warhammer been me. I'm gonna pull out children. Okay. And uh, rather than attack the body, I'm gonna try and take out some legs. Disable okay. this bitch. All right. Sounds yeah. good. We believe in you. That, Botched uh, it. <laughs> is that a critical miss? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Talk you told me I have to come back and go, and then you did that. <laughs> All right, so you swing at this thing horizontal style, trying to take out its legs. And, God, how am I going to fuck this up for you? 
You okay? Here's here's what happens. You go to swing at this thing and you hit the pickaxe out of it. You actually hit make damage, but you end up just pushing it and it spins around and swings right back around and hits you anyway. So it's gonna do. Well, it's gonna roll a nineteen, which hits, and it does six damage to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just managed to push the pickaxe end of it Excellent. back into your own body. All right. That's what I was planning on doing. And now it's the pickaxe's turn. Um, and it's going to start spin, spinning again. So it retracts its legs, and now it's a sphere with a pickaxe and just starts spinning and spinning. Uh, Durf. I'm going I'm 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 to join Tug down at the bottom okay. away from all this bullshit. It gets a reaction Maybe attack. I'm also going to meditate. It gets a reaction it attack. It took its legs away. What are, what's it going to do? The pickaxe is towards spinning. me. It rolled a critical miss. So this thing is spinning and spinning and spinning. Um, and ends up accidentally hitting the floor, and the spinning stops because it misses its reaction nice. attack. And you get away back towards Tug. I also meditate. I think about the Earth because I'm a <laughs> druid. He's a monk. He thinks about more metaphysical things, but I think about the Earth. Okay, Tug, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to go up and, and punch this thing. I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to tap, tap Derv on the shoulder and be like, you do you, man. And then I'm going to go up, and um, now that it's no longer spinning and attacky, I'm going to attack it. Okay. Natural 20. Yeah. We so, live in. So you double your hit die, and then you add your modifier. Okay. I'll do that first. That is a six. We're living. So okay. 15. 15 damage? Yeah. Yeah, you six punch. Six times two plus three. You end up punching this thing on the left, and it goes flying over the edge, and with a crash... On the bottom of this abyss, you hear it shatter into multiple pieces. And you guys beat the mechanical pickaxe monsters. I pose clearly, as <laughs> one should. Well done. I meditate. So he uh, he leads you out to the garage, um, and you guys. What? What is that? It's a list of H names. We have a list of H names. <laughs> you have a fucking on your phone a list of H names that you're just naming out instead of Hamlet. <laughs> fucking dick. I quit. Podcast over. We're done. But we just hit Hugo. Hugo and Hector. <laughs> okay. Fuck this. <laughs>